We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for June 30th, 2022. The White Sox had a tall task against Shohei Otani in their quest to take the series against the Angels in Anaheim. They indeed went down quietly with a 4-1 loss on Wednesday night, but it wasn't for a lack of chances. In fact, the White Sox put more traffic on the base paths, out-hitting the Angels 7-5 and drawing an even number of walks with two apiece. But the White Sox also had some issues that have characterized their whole season. They were limited entirely to singles, they had an error turn into a run, and Tony La Russa made a couple of first guessable moves that hurt their chances to keep the game within reach. Above all else, the White Sox struck out 15 times, which was the primary reason why they went 0-7 with runners in scoring position. The Angels were 0-4 in such situations, but they benefited from extra base power. Michael Kopech gave up a couple of quick runs in the first on two different mistakes. First, he hung a slider to Mike Trout, which he socked into the left center gap for a double that scored Taylor Ward from first. Then Trout scored from second when Kopech whiffed on Tim Anderson's return throw on a 3-6-1 double play attempt. That gave Los Angeles all the runs it needed, but they struck for two more quick runs that knocked Kopech out of the game in the sixth. Kopech entered the inning having stabilized after the first, but his fastball velocity lagged a couple of ticks all evening, and he needed 90 pitches to get through five. Perhaps Larusa trusted Kopech's staggering denial of the times through the order penalty. Entering Wednesday, Kopech limited hitters to 0 for 29 the third time through, which I get, but I also think the Kopech who had the weird knee injury isn't the same guy as the one before. Kopech put a point in Larusa's favor by striking out Otani to start the inning. Three pitches later, the Sox trailed 4-0. Jared Walsh lined a first-pitch single to center, and Luis Renjifo crushed a center-cut 93-mile-per-hour fastball out to center and Kopech's night. The Sox couldn't similarly see a threat through, even though they had chances in the first, fourth, and sixth innings. The last one was especially rough, because with the Sox down 2-0, runners in the corners, two outs, and lefty Jose Cajada relieving Otani, the Sox had an opportunity to use Andrew Vaughn or Jake Berger representing the go-ahead run. Larusa ruled Vaughn out because he wanted to recharge his legs, but no such excuse was given for Berger. Either way, Larusa let Larry Garcia hit for himself, and he bounced out to end the threat. The Sox did score a run in the eighth off old friend Ryan Tapera, but they needed the Angels' generosity to make it happen. Luis Robert reached on an Andrew Velasquez throwing error, moved to second on Jose Abreu's fourth hit of the game, took third on a Gavin Sheets fielder's choice, and scored via hashtag wild pitch offense. 
Abreu went 4 for 4, raising his average to 284, so he finished June hitting 346 with a 431 OBP and 533 slugging. But when he's limited to singles, somebody else has to provide a reinforcement, and the rest of the lineup behind him went 1 for 18 with 8 strikeouts. As a result, the White Sox finished June with a 12-15 record that negates the progress from their 15-12 May, and they sit six games behind the Twins. They have an off day before starting a three-game series against the Giants in San Francisco, and Josh and I will preview the series on Sox Machine Live later tonight. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Down on the farm, Eloy Jimenez finally delivered an extra base hit during his rehab stint, hitting a solo shot in Charlotte's 9-8 victory over the Durham Bulls. Carlos Perez had an even bigger game, going 3-4 at the walk-off homer as the Knights erased a 7-1 deficit starting in the 6th inning. Birmingham lost to Chattanooga 5-4, Jose Rodriguez went 1-5 with the stolen base, while Yoelki Cespedes was 0-4. The Winston-Salem Dash beat the Aberdeen Ironbirds 8-4. Colson Montgomery extended his on-base streak to 37 games by going 2-for-5 with a homer and a double. Luis Mieses also homered during his 3-for-5 night. The outburst made up for a so-so start from Christian Mena, who allowed three runs over four innings, with two of the four hits he allowed leaving the yard. The Canapolis Cannonballers doubled up down east 4-2. Wilfred Veras is heating up, hitting homer number 10 along with the triple. The Arizona Complex League and Dominican Summer League White Sox affiliates were off. Around the league, Josh Naylor did to the Minnesota Twins what he did to the White Sox this year, delivering a walk-off homer in extra innings to give the Guardians a stunning 7-6 victory in 10 innings. The Twins had scored three in the top of the 10th, which had made it all the more painful. This time, Naylor's intense celebration included a headbutt of Terry Francona. The Red Sox also scored three runs in the top of the 10th, and that barely held up as Boston beat the Blue Jays in 10, 6-5. Matt Strom picked up the save as Alex Cora continues to work around the absence of unvaccinated closer Tanner Houck. Benches cleared the third inning after Nick Pavetta drilled Alejandro Kirk on the elbow. While that was going on, the Yankees beat the A's 5-3 and lead the AL East by 13 games. The Houston Astros stretched their NL West lead 11 games with a 2-0 victory over the Mets courtesy of eight scoreless innings from Justin Verlander, although they had to endure a scary collision between Jordan Alvarez and Jeremy Pena that resulted in Alvarez departing the game on a cart. In other scores, the AL Central's bottom feeders both came away with wins, the Tigers beat the Giants 3-2, and the Royals made a winner of Zach Greinke in his 500th start with a 2-1 win over the Rangers. Mike Clevenger put together his best start since Tommy John surgery, throwing six innings of one-hit ball in the Padres' 4-0 shutout of the Diamondbacks. 
The Marlins outlasted the Cardinals 4-3 in an old-fashioned complete game from Sandy Alcantara, who went the distance despite giving up two runs in the ninth. He's now 8-3 with a 1.95 ERA in the season. And across town in a preview of this year's Field of Dreams game, the Cubs beat the Reds 8-3. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake Up Call. Visit SoxMachine.com to commiserate about the loss, talk about the night on the farm, and read up on draft profiles at Future Sox. Also, you should subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash SoxMachine so you know when Josh and I are set to record Sox Machine Live. Speaking of subscribing, if you are new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And if you want to support what we do, consider a Patreon membership at patreon.com slash SoxMachine, where you can get an ad-free version of the site and show with bonus content on both for as little as $2 a month. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis. Hey.